Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 114, episode one of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers wow. and fuck Fox News. Brave. Oh, as always. Uh, it's Monday, December 23rd, 2019. This is going to be the only episode of this season, but we'll have plenty of holiday content. Holiday tent for you guys coming soon. Uh, my name is Jack O'Brien, aka Will They Blew Up the Jack O'Brien in Philly last night. Will They Blew Up His House Too? As uh, courtesy of Bruce Springsteen, I guess. Oh, wow. Atlantic City. Lucky. Zeit Gang. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined by today's special guest co-host, Jamie Lofter. And I'm here to remind you Ooh. that my dog Sunny got red pills. It's not fair <laughs> to deny me of the Zamboni that I got tattooed. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. That's that was from, good. You sounded like Smith. her. I went up into the nasal. Yeah. That's uh, like Miley Cyrus. That was awesome. I learned from her. Uh, well, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious comedian and performer, Teresa Lee. Yay. What up? What it's up? Your what girl, up? Father Longlegs. Hello. Father Longlegs, as she is known. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, what's up, Teresa? How are you doing this holiday season? I'm I'm so sorry that you're sick. I know I sound like <laughs> shit. I look uh, like shit. I felt so bad when you I came in. I was like, read. oh no, <laughs> I have you're a, like shit far away from me. <laughs> I have a sweater all wrapped around Just my neck like a scarf. It does look like yeah. you are hanging a baby sweater from your neck, <laughs> and it's nerve wracking. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. I'm trying to put on my children's clothing. And I'm failing. <laughs> Um, well, Teresa, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about today. Mm. Uh, we are, as always, going to give you a Masked Singer update, slash we've never talked about that show before, okay. but Jamie watches it, and yeah. Jamie uh, wants to tell us what's <laughs> what's going on in the world of Masked Singer. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about how the president is continuing to deal well with being impeached. Uh, the fact that Wall Street has been systematically preventing uh, Me Too stories from breaking uh, with a PR machine. Uh, I've been waiting for that piece of information to come out, just knowing people who from that industry. It's a fucking disaster. Mm. Uh, we're going to look at the Democratic debate uh, that happened at the end of last week uh, because this is Monday. Mm. Mm. Oh, right? right? Wink, wink. Huh? Wink, wink. I love you know what Monday. I, mean? I hate Mondays. Yeah, Mondays. <laughs> I hate Mondays. Yeah, it looks Jack. like you got a case of the Mondays. Thank you uh, so much. <laughs> I sound like I've got a case of the Mondays. We're also going to talk about the Carnival Cruise Lines that crashed into one another uh, and the fact that Carnival Cruise Line ships have silly names. Uh, <laughs> Carnival Glory crashed into Carnival Legend. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> We're going to look at uh, Dwayne Wade being proud of his son. Uh, she is coming out as trans and like what, how he's just dealing well with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's making a sincere effort. He's making a sincere effort is is a good way to put it. Uh, and we're going to look at the LGBTQ moment in Star Wars, in the new Star Wars movie mm-hmm. that J.J. Abrams was proudly, smugly teasing us all with. 
but first, Teresa, we like to ask our guests, what's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Uh, well, this is a very practical one, but I just bought a printer, um, which I'm very Ooh. proud wow. of. Wow. So I looked, and I, and, but then I had problems setting it up, so I looked up the manual for the <laughs> okay. brother, MF, whatever. It's but like, this is MFC. just you flexing on the world that you I mean, have you, a did you know you can buy a printer <laughs> for $40? Uh, no. Yeah. I did not, because I, I've spent money going to FedEx and Kinko's to print when I need to print stuff. I don't print like that much, but it was enough where I was like, at some point I should get a printer. Yeah. I mm-hmm. never Googled the cheapest printer. It's a very adult move. Yeah, to I, get went, a I was very proud. It yeah. did take me it nine hours. No, um, is it fast? What's it like? Okay, it has color. Uh, well, okay, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, inkjet. It's a or yeah, dot matrix. Photo, not, <laughs> does it make the noise? Three D. No, it does make the noise. Yeah. What's um, that noise? No, that's the printer noise when it's <laughs> singing. Yeah. Or is it more like a photocopier? No, it makes a noise and also has a scanner, which. I just feel like off- <laughs> who knew Jamie was the uh, Michael Winslow wow. printers. Yeah. printers. You should do it. Printer ASMR. Ooh, because office noises are very soothing to me. Mm-hmm. I think because I grew up um, just like going, hanging out in my dad's office while he was working late, just like doing homework there. So I like yeah. when I hear office noises, I just oh, like, wow. feel comforted. The That's sights, nice. sounds, and mm-hmm. smells of a comptroller's office really put me at ease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just go to Staples and cry. Um, yeah, you can buy a printer for super cheap, but then the ink cartridges are like as expensive as the printer, mm. which is how they get you. I guess that's true. I haven't bought. I, I I'm using the one that came with it. Right. So yeah, yeah. We'll see. That's how they get you. It's like dry clean clothes. It's like you get thrift store really nice clothes at the thrift store, and you're like, oh, this is five bucks, and you got to dry clean it for twenty bucks. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is overrated? I think people saying they want to be friends as a way of breaking up with someone is overrated. Mm. Because I feel like it seems like a nice thing to say because who doesn't want to... Like, if someone says, I want to be your friend, I feel like that's nice if you don't know them. Yeah. But if you have already you know, had intimate relations with them. And then they're like, I think I want to be your friend. I feel like that's a diss. That's like if you're getting fired as a VP and they're like, we have internship opportunities. (laughs) (laughs) It just feels like a diss, but I don't know how, like it's also rude to, to say that to someone, like when they say it, you have to sort of like nod and be like, oh, thanks. That's so nice of you. Right. Right. Like, Like, you know, no one actually wants to be, like friends no no i can't imagine like (laughs) imagine being friends with anyone who's ever been inside of you it sounds terrible yeah (laughs) there's friends that i have that haven't been inside me i don't want to be friends with so (laughs) (laughs) one thing at a time right i agree uh what is something you think is underrated um i think that i don't know if you guys already talked about it but i really like the movie the art of self-defense and i feel like it didn't get much have you guys already talked about on this no jesse eisenberg it's jesse eisenberg I will say some people don't really don't like it, um, so that's fine. That's your opinion. But um, I just think overall there wasn't much discussion about it at all, and it kind of got overlooked, and I feel like it did a lot of what the Joker tried to do, but, like, well. It's mm. well-written, it's it's funny, and it's stylized, and it actually has a story that goes to a place where you don't expect. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they did a good job of it. What? Um, I don't even... Uh, Riley Stearns, I think directed and maybe also wrote oh, it it's a yeah. karate um, it's pretty like indie yeah but it, it's it should have i mean it's well written and it had i don't know i just don't think they put in marketing behind it so it didn't yeah get get much press i think somebody actually did come on and say the art of self-defense is like a better version of the joker and uh, then ooh. 
Uh, wow. But I didn't even Dang. know what the art of self defense oh. was. Well, it's and a, I still didn't. The premise know is just Jesse Eisenberg that. gets beat up, <laughs> and he uh, and then he goes to take karate classes, and sort of like a little bit of a, like a take. It's not truly a takedown, but it's definitely referencing Fight Club. Mm. Um, mm. And then he joins this karate studio, which is not really a karate studio. Like it's stylized to be very clearly some weird culty thing mm. um, but it addresses a lot of that toxic masculinity but in a very funny way that isn't that self-serving yeah wow all right you know what's also true is that there is no regulatory body for any martial arts thing or for a lot of <laughs> martial arts things and so really? like, yeah true i yeah uh-huh. you can just like get a black belt yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's not. Nobody's like checking There's you. No There's board. not like a central board that's just like your teacher. Is like, yeah, it's just your teacher who like. You just bribe your teacher. For yeah, that. there's no official certification, as far as I know. I mean, maybe there is, but I also just know people who have gotten mm. black belts. Yeah, you uh, wear you wear one around sometimes. I do at meetings. My gi. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like to rock my gi into meetings. That's just how you know someone's in trouble. <laughs> they do have wearing his gi. They kind of address that in the movie because um, they really like look at the belts as this like icon but and then at one point he buys them like actual belts to represent the belts he's like so you can wear these belts all the time and it's just like a black belt right and so I I feel like they comment on it but yeah I don't know like it doesn't a belt doesn't mean anything the whole idea is that you have the skills so if you lied about it you still can't defend yourself (laughs) that's funny you bitch oops uh you're allowed to say that oh we're we're gonna allow it we'll allow it sorry <laughs> wow. You're okay. allowed to say bitch. Uh, what is that? <laughs> this one is Jack the Purveyor. Who can say bitch? Is this a, cl- a clean podcast? No, it's never been. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've said come on this yeah. podcast before. I thought you said bitch and then oops, like you didn't. Like oh, you were, oh, oh. <laughs> that's my fault. I'm out of it. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true that you know to be false? Um, well, th- this is a myth that I uh, actually kind of is related to the Joker, but that's just what made me think of it. I feel like people talk about narcissists um, in the wrong way, and they mention it in that movie, and that's why I thought of this. But um, there's like a difference between narcissist with a lowercase n and like narcissistic personality disorder. And I think people always equate the two. Um, and I think what people think are sociopaths are actually narcissists, like clinically. Right. And uh, it always frustrates me so much because yeah, a lot of us are narcissistic and have narcissistic traits in Hollywood. Yeah. But then there's like people with NPD who are like cluster B um, personality disorders and they're very dangerous. And I feel like they got equated with just like, well, who hasn't done something bad? Right. It's and, really frustrating. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and, and I don't think that like much media really does much to help of like no. conflating mental illnesses and like it. Uh, and they love to show good. that in because they're interesting to watch on screen, but then they're not actually the thing. So then that's right. What like, there's a, a good episode of Red Table Talk where Dr. Romani, what's her last name? Romani Druvasan, I think? Durvasula, she like specializes in it and she talks about it kind of in a quick, easy to understand way. Mm. Um, but the biggest difference is the pattern. So I think a lot of people, myself included, have done things we're not proud of, but that doesn't make you a narcissist unless you have a pattern of not changing and right. like manipulating people over and over. Mm. And so that's like the big thing is like you can see someone's behavior over years and that's how you can tell are they like an asshole or are they a narcissist who hasn't, who is right. doing this on purpose. Right. And 
so sociopath like can that be a form of narcissism like socio mm-hmm. sociopathy is <laughs> isn't that like a also sort of a vague term or something like, yeah doesn't so it I just like... mean somebody who has a a pathological condition that makes them asocial like well bad at yeah society? i think there's like lowercase sociopath the way we use it and then there's like antisocial this personality disorder which is right. i think what a sociopath is supposed to be right and yeah you're right they tend to not um like there's no empathy and they also will just kind of use people right mm-hmm. and narcissists don't have empathy and they do use people but the difference is they need um to be loved and they need attention mm-hmm. and so they're also very charming and um there's similarities but i think they're different i think sociopaths tend to be more overtly violent and narcissists there's a lot of covert ones who are like out in the world existing and being very nice mm. and are really horrible to like their intimate relationships mm. right yeah well there's um, a lot of people who live here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah this town's pretty bad huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it takes uh yeah super hot takes <laughs> um but i do feel like we like the president kind of is, is in that what 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 is a cluster B personality disorder like? What it does includes that mean? Um, like borderline and histrionic. Uh, um, it's just a cluster, I think. But I, I think the NPD one is interesting because I and I, I have to say I'm not a doctor. I'm sure people are going to get mad at me for all the stuff I'm saying. This is stuff I've researched and in my experience. But um, they they want to take it out. There's like a debate about wanting to take it out of the DSM. NPD. Uh, yeah. No, oh, interesting. And I think a lot of therapists. Uh, disagree on it because a lot of them narcissists are really hard to diagnose if you've never met one but if you've met one they're very obvious like you look at the signs you're like oh that person's doing this over and over but if you haven't met them they're really good at convincing you that they have something else like oh i have borderline or i you know i was abused and this is why i act like this oh interesting and so uh it's it feels like they're just traits of other ones Hmm. but the biggest difference is there's a pattern and everyone who's interactive with them have had the like, same stories and that's where you're like, this has right. to be a thing. Like, yeah, yeah. There's like so many people with this experience. I feel like I learned a lot about that distinction just in paying attention and like researching and living through the presidency <laughs> of Donald yeah. Trump. Like it's just like looking back at like people, everybody who he has interacted with throughout his career like has the exact same experience yeah. where yeah. he just like he people want to please him they try to please him they think they're going to get something out mm-hmm. of it and he eventually fucks you over like in some way that yeah. Is, yeah. yeah discard well that's the other thing that baffles me because it seems so obvious from far away like how awful he is but i think the difference too is that he's pretty effective around like he's gotten oh, to yeah. this point so yeah. i think that's the other misconception is that they're just like oh a bad person will just once we realize they're bad we'll just get rid of them right but the other thing is they're very good at it right so they're, they are dangerous yeah absolutely i yeah personality disorders and like predators like predatory people like that's uh in reading about um like sexual predators and like doing research on sexual predators you find out like they have it's it's not just like some of their relationships are defined by like this specific pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. It's that they their entire being is mm-hmm. like built up to like almost like an animal's entire like predator, yeah. like all of its skills, all of its like bones, everything about it is built towards like this one specific goal of 
being predatory towards whatever keeps them alive like that's what predators are and yeah I I think the same can be true of of MPD Uh, but I am rambling <laughs> let's talk about the masked singer oh, let's talk you. about something important thank you yeah. Yeah. that's the real stuff mental health care needs to be more accessible but let's talk about the masked <laughs> I mean ma- that's singer. a good transition speaking of masks they wear a mask right? masked singer yeah. there you go. perfect transition <laughs> okay perfect the- metaphor for our <laughs> narcissistic society there so um the masked singer the most recent season just <laughs> concluded um there is there I mean there there's so much to say uh, first of all, if you have been missing out on the mass singer, you're really missing out on some of the worst television you could possibly watch. <laughs> I love it. I am. I, I. I've been keeping up. Um, I learned uh, recently that Lindsay Lohan was a judge on the Masked Singer Australia, and she was fired. But like, uh-huh. why was she what? in? She can't sing. Well, well, it's, you don't. She wasn't on like as oh, a contestant. She was a judge. But don't they judge singing? Uh yeah, but like Ken Jong, ju- he true, doesn't true, true, sing. True, true, true. He's my favorite singer, actually. <laughs> He's an incredible uh, singer. Ken Jong. But but I her I think her problem was that she didn't know anyone who anyone in Australia was. So she couldn't. <laughs> so, so she was like, "You are the, female." The only yeah, like the only Crockett job is to guess kid. random celebrities, and she didn't know who anyone in Australia was. So they were like, "Oh wait, this was stupid. Get out of here." Her gre- guess every time is like. Chris Hemsworth and Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> yeah. like just over and over again. She's just like, Paul um, Hogan, Margot Robbie, like there is that, <laughs> or Tony Collette. There, right. those are all the Australians that I know of. Okay, yeah. Um, but anyways, the most I'm just gonna spoil it. If you're like concerned about Mass Singer spoilers, honestly, get a life. Uh, so, <laughs> but skip forward if, now. If, if, I feel like if they care, they would have watched the finale. Get yeah. a life and skip forward. But okay, so uh, the the winner <laughs> this this season. Uh, dressed as a steampunk fox. What the fuck does that even mean? Is that like you Star Fox? Look it up. It, no, no. I love Star Fox. No, they're so trying hot. to. You can. T- <laughs> Star Fox is hot, but they're trying to avoid Star Fox comparisons. Oh, okay. But it's like some steampunk fox looking thing. It's Wayne Brady, and when Wayne Brady, okay, first of all, it's Wayne Brady wins a steampunk's fox. He's thrilled already. Very embarrassing. Uh, and then who the uh, the the runner runner whatever third place Adrian Balon dressed as a uh, flamingo. Cheetah girls. Cheetah Girls oh, yes. or 3LW, okay. depending on That's what right. your flavor is. What is she? What, who, she was Kardashian adjacent for a okay. while there. <laughs> Didn't she date Rob? Oh, did she? She did. I think she did. She, um, she was, I, I why is she Cheetah she Girl? One. You know, the, the, the Disney uh, original Decom. Cheetah Girls? Uh-huh. <laughs> Totally. Right, Jack? Yep. You know. They're, yeah, they're, because I'm young. Why and, is, uh, <laughs> in touch I feel like with it, it actually culture. probably makes me old because it's very, it's a very old. I feel like young why people would not she, know. Why is she a cheetah girl is a very existential question <laughs> that I am not in a position to answer at this time. Okay. But she was the whatever, runner, runner up. I, I, I don't know what it's called. And then the runner up at, dressed as a Rottweiler oh was God. Chris Daughtry. Oh, no. Chris Daughtry. And then he said, like, what would I. He well exactly runner That's, up from American Idol, I'm, right? And he like oh. had this really tragic like he tried to make a joke, but it just really bummed everyone out. <laughs> where he's like, I really just can't win things, can I? And everyone's like, Ooh. And then everyone else is like, Who is that? And well, but that's the theme song. Who is that? 
Uh, <laughs> is so, that really what the theme song <laughs> that's is? That's literally the whole theme song. They just go, ooh, 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 uh, who is that? <laughs> Anyways, Wayne Brady won. He was so excited. It was really hard to watch. It was very embarrassing. It's You're not supposed to want to win it's, you're not supposed to be honored when you win. You're just supposed to be like, oh, awesome. Like this, this was like eight weeks out of my life. I do hope they, people care about me do again. Do they win anything? No, no. <laughs> they just win that they lost eight weeks of their lives right. in an attempt to be relevant again. And I love that for them. But he was just, I don't know. For my taste, he was loving it a little too much. He was like... <laughs> He was like, I was obsessing over every detail. Winning will allow me to showcase my skills as a singer and finally write my own story. I'm oh like, my God. who is what? writing Wayne Brady's story in a way that wasn't satisfactory to right. him? I feel like he's been well loved. Like, I don't know. Anyways, Nick Cannon said, whoa, what a treat. When Wait, <laughs> Nick Cannon is really on? He's the host, the of host. course. Oh, of course. Nick Cannon. Um, and Robin Thicke guessed uh, who all three of them were in week one. Um, because uh, Robin Thicke is the smartest person on the panel. I know so, somebody no, really, who, and he's also the worst. I know somebody who edited uh, this uh, on a freelance basis, and they said that they had to constantly edit out uh, Robin Thicke vaping. <laughs> oh my god! I know that Lacey had like a friend or a, a former roommate who would get into the suits for like uh-huh. the, the packages because you're like oh I right, guess that Adrian Balon doesn't get dressed up as a flamingo to not be seen right, right. in B-roll so she yeah. she like Lacey knows some people who dress up as B-roll she's a Hollywood A-lister couldn't right. they that just uh, couldn't they just do like double uh, stunt doubles and then just like VO singing like how do we know that they're ever actually there I guarantee they're sometimes not yeah I don't know I want to know about I just want if anyone has access to the inside hit my DMs I want to know what's going on I want to know you know I just I feel like no one likes I like Nicole Scherzinger I like her I wish she had been in Cats Wait. she would have been great in Cats she covered memory in a way mm-hmm. and that a couple of years ago and it was beautiful so Adrian Bailon you think should have won yes she was dressed as my cheetah girl a flamingo a flamingo <laughs> And she is four foot eleven, which it, yes. it would strike me that people should have been able to tell who well, it was because that is very short. Right, but much like you, Jack, a lot of people have no idea who Adrian Bailon <laughs> is. What? Much, I never said that. <laughs> much I know less, who she is. I also didn't know her height either. Much less to that be she's fair. short. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what her height was. I, she could have been six feet tall, and I would have been like, yeah. Oh, she's the cheetah girl. Yeah. Okay. There. Yeah. I already <laughs> forgot that But why is part. she the cheetah girl? <laughs> but why? But why? We must know. But why? So that's the update. But why is she cheetah girl? They've already started to reveal costumes from season three, and one, they're just like they—they're kind of running out. Right. And so now they're just doing—they're doing a mouse, but the mouse is dressed up like it's like in the movie Midsummer. Don't oh, know why. Midsummer mouse. Midsummer mouse. Nice. Midsummer Love to see mouse. it. Uh, exciting. Well, keep <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for that, guys. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about other stuff. Sick Jack. Aww. Sick. Jack. Sick. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Uh, let's talk impeachment. Okay. Uh, we don't. We're in the other studio, so we do not have the impeaching this creep drop. Mm-hmm. But I think my pronunciation mm-hmm. of it was pretty. Mm-hmm fun and had some stank on it so you guys probably enjoyed that That uh so trump uh 
Ivanka went on a interview show where she was like, I think we're energized <laughs> from this. Like, I think people are just energized. Um, and uh, he seems very angry just across the board uh, by not deciding to pass the articles on to the Senate. Uh, the Democrats seem to have taken a little bit of agency back um, because people are mad. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. tell Trump is pissed. Such a baby. I know. Uh and a conservative evangelical magazine uh that was started by the Reverend Billy Graham uh wrote an opinion piece saying that he should be removed from office and this has become his number one focus is calling <laughs> them out as a as a bunch of leftists. <laughs> you know the wow. leftist yeah, evangelical the Christianity Christian movement. Um, what a mess! Yeah, so I don't know. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a true. It's a true. I I keep like tuning in and out of it, um, as like the proceedings just kind of drag on because it's it's just like. <laughs> painful to watch i'm glad that it's happening but i don't particularly want to look at it right uh yeah i don't i don't feel empowered by the fact that it's happening it's like okay but you know there is a there is a good there's a good meme about it right about how they were like <laughs> uh the american working class is like drowning and then they're like but uh -huh. we impeached him and right. then they drown yeah. forever right yeah so that's how i feel about it it does yeah. feel like it's like because people are celebrating it as a win but what we're really doing is just like it's like we're already so in the negative that we're just like kind of it's like when you play slot machines you know and you're like putting twenty dollars and you you win like it you get the like ding 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 but you're actually winning like half of what you put in right. so you're still losing but you're like okay well we got something it's right. something it is definitely is it something. is something it's better than losing completely but i yeah i think uh yeah, it just feels like we're in a burning house and we are just excited that we finally all agreed it was fire. Like, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> put it out. Let's put it out. But we're like, you know what? This is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the Democratic debate, guys. Mm. Okie doke. Uh, Bernie has continued to uh, Bernie do the burn, do his <laughs> do Bernie burn. thing. Uh, CNN named him the only loser of the debate, uh, other than Buttigieg, <laughs> who they also named a winner. <laughs> Buttigieg what? was a winner and a CNN loser. Needs to. Oh my god! <laughs> Everywhere They're I look, shooketh. it's a different opinion. Because I, I was. Yeah. CNBC was saying that um, uh, Bernie won. I think, or they they had like a, they featured a guy from LA Times, and then they were that's what the headline was that he won. And I think Political right. was saying like, well, Biden said the less least things but he was so stable so he won it's I like, like, there was, like biden didn't explode into a cloud of blood so when you think about it <laughs> he, got he really held steady that it does seem truly. to be the the thing like people so the takes are biden didn't like have one of those things where he starts rambling <laughs> and people are all embarrassed for him yeah uh, and then sarah sanders uh helped him out by like mocking his stutter being like i i i i don't know what joe biden is trying to say that was some fun spin that showed up in like my twitter top stories right. where it's like leave joe biden alone he yeah. had a stutter as a kid you're like okay that's an interesting pivot right <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's a great way to j just have sarah huggabee sanders like talk about anyone and they're going to look awesome yeah uh, i mean and also her Criticizing someone on not sounding eloquent enough. Right. Like, right. Who are, <laughs> ma'am. 
<laughs> ma'am. Ma'am. I, I liked, do like calling her ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> I'm addicted to calling her ma'am. 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 She Calm has down. big ma'am energy. Uh, <laughs> she, um... No, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I watched it uh, reluctantly. I watched that, and then I watched Star Wars, and it was just a bad wow. night for me. Bad, bad night. Ooh, and what's the Masked Singer? Star Wars. Star Wars. What is Star Wars? What is? Here's the thing. <laughs> why, Star- is why, Star is, Wars? why is Star Wars? <laughs> why is Daisy Ridley Star Wars? Here's the thing. The stars have never been warmer, baby. Uh, the, uh, stars Star are warm. Star all, all nine of the stars were really warm last night. I went with Caitlin, and Caitlin... Uh, loved it because she is I don't know we're different because wow. we're different and I thought I, I was laughing a lot but uh-huh. but at the wrong moment right. I also don't know I just became a Star Warm fan as uh-huh. you know two right. weeks ago yeah mm. so I'm like what a waste of two weeks yeah some for some people it's a waste of forty years but, but also yeah. life yeah. But you know, remember, if you're mad about it, uh, you're a fucking adult. So right. Uh, no, I liked the in, in as far as the debate goes, the the wine cave. Uh, so what was that? Was... Can you explain that to me? So Pete Buttigieg is. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of his, but he he is the candidate who is, you know, taking large dollar don't. He's like taking money from billionaires. Yeah. And he recently had a fundraiser at like a winery and I guess wineries <laughs> have wine caves. So wow. there's a bunch of pictures of Mr. Pete and uh, a bunch of billionaires in a cave full of wine. It is like very kind of dystopian, freaky <laughs> Trump orb picture kind of, I thought. Um, it was a closed fundraiser, private invite only. Yeah, like if if you don't have enough commas, you're not invited mm-hmm. to the wine cave. Right. Whole thing. So he was being like baby JFK or like he wants, like he thinks he is or whatever. So so that's what that was. And then Elizabeth Warren um, called him out on it. And then he said, hey, I have less money than everyone here. And then you're like, well, what is this? I, I don't care about this. Why are... Elizabeth Warren said that? Well, uh, no, no Elizabeth- he said that. About, he said if I, um, he was like, I'm the only one on the stage that's not a billionaire or millionaire. So he yeah. was like, if you, Elizabeth, donated to me, are you saying that I shouldn't take it because you're a billionaire? But then it didn't right. make him look good because he started attacking, no. and then it really felt like this is like what well, we don't want. Because when you start throwing these attacks out, whoever gets the nomination is going to just be starting from such a far away place because we're yeah. going to have all this negative energy. I feel like he got some he got some little jabs he got some jabs in and like did okay given how much he was being attacked. <laughs> right, but Buttigieg, Buttigieg, yeah. yeah. I mean, like he tried to defend himself, I think, with some like, but everyone was kind of going for him last right. night. Yeah. I just I don't think he would do well against Trump for some reason. I just feel like he would. Jack, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Ask Seth MacFarlane. Okay? <laughs> you do keep saying that. Or Seth MacFarlane. About every goes, question I so ask goes you. The nation. <laughs> so goes the nation. He's a big Buttigieg fan. Yeah. I, uh, do we I have bet the? He cli- was in the wine cave. Yeah. Do we, I bet he was actually. <laughs> I bet he was. He I bet him probably. and Papa John were in there together. Papa John. <laughs> they would be in a they wine cave. They kind of look like they could Buttigieg. be brothers. Oh no. <laughs> Ooh, Sick mean. burns on <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Uh, right. Well, speaking of uh, donations from billionaires, I I thought Bernie. I mean, I only watched this through clips, guys. I've been. I was like asleep for the past twenty four hours. In case you can't tell, I did, I don't even know who the president is right now. But oh my god, uh, <laughs> it's all a dream. Jack's is getting tinier and tinier <laughs> as he keeps talking. I'm wearing a child sweater as a scarf, and <laughs> I am conscious for the first time in twenty four hours. But uh, Ber- this clip I thought was the sickest billionaire burn that I've heard from the debate. Beep, beep. 
I am rather proud, maybe, I don't know, the only candidate up here doesn't have any billionaire contributions. But you know what I do have? We have received more contributions from more individuals than any candidate in the history of the United States of America at this point in an election, averaging $18 a piece. Now, there's a real competition going on up here. My good friend Joe, and he is a good friend, <laughs> he's received contributions from 44 billionaires. Ooh. Pete, on the other hand, is trailing, Pete. You only got 39 billionaires contributing. So, Pete, we look forward to you. I know you're an energetic guy and a competitive guy to see if you can take on Joe on that issue. But what is not what is not a laughing matter, my friends, this is why three people own more wealth than the bottom half. This is why Amazon and other major corporations pay zero in federal taxes. We need to get money out of politics. We should run our campaigns on that basis. Thank you, Senator Sanders, Vice President. Uh, Bernie's hands were completely (laughs) over his head that entire time. He only has one speech, and I think people like like, trust that about him, maybe, (laughs) because that's what Chris Saliza, the CNN political analyst, was like. I mean, he was just talking about billionaires and millionaires the whole time. It's like we get it, but it's, I think people, I don't know, that seemed to resonate with people at least there uh there was also uh there was a couple times when people tried to make jokes that didn't land right <laughs> which like, I well, mostly love. andrew yang wait what did andrew yang say a couple of times but he would pause for them like i could tell with the bernie one it worked but he and he but you could tell he expected a laugh because he said it's no laughing matter uh, right but yang would like pause and then it would be like silent just the joke would bomb and then he would kind of laugh at himself there, <laughs> there's one way he said he's like the government is like, america is a produce uh, something about exports are the biggest thing america produces and he's like what do they produce bad decisions you're like and then swish he, for he kind of like laughed at himself <laughs> for three Silent swish. Andrew Yang does uh, make me laugh sometimes. Like he, he's. I feel like he is maybe one of the, like one of the, at least a sense of humor. If even though it, he's not funny, right? It could, yeah, I'm like he would laugh at a joke. He has a Most sense people on that humor. stage, I don't know that they would laugh at a joke. Right. They'd be like, uh, what, uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. boy. Uh, so Elizabeth Warren uh, got some questions about her age for some reason even though this the thing that they were criticizing her for would be true of i think biden as well and And trump if he wins and bernie and yeah everybody's old as fuck yeah all the leading candidates are the oldest people ever it's a it's a thing yeah so the pbs uh hosts were like hey elizabeth warren why are you so old uh and she Put them in their place. Senator Warren, you would be the oldest president ever inaugurated. I'd like you to weigh in as well. Uh, I'd also be the youngest woman ever inaugurated. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like her. <laughs> I just like her. She's very as quick a and smart and consistent. Like yeah. when she does um, put people in their place, it's not just for the sake of yeah. like getting a, you know, like a meme. It's because it comes from the true place. So, right. yeah. Because she's addressing. Like it shows that she has a different way of thinking because she's they're only thinking about this, but she's like, yeah, you're ignoring this other right. glaring fact that nobody's right. thinking about these blind yeah. spots that she can see. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, fun. That was fun. I, uh, I thought there was a lot of um, like 
like identity um stuff that came in that I'm like I could see that being I feel like this late I feel like they need to start thinking bigger I don't know if you noticed that Jamie because yeah. I know you didn't watch the whole thing but there were a couple of moments um like obviously Yang kept mentioning you know I'm a person of color all that stuff right the only one left and that's then debating Klobuchar which I think is it was a valid question but he sure. like really stresses that and then Klobuchar really stressed her being from the Midwest and just really understanding her state which I think is important to get to be a candidate but now you need to think bigger like you can't just be yeah. like I'm this specific thing therefore she and Mayor Pete were kind of having an Indiana off at one yeah. point and well, you're he like said, no he also said he's like as a this. gay dude I'm like we all know the things you represent now at this point we just right. want to see you be a good leader we right. don't need to hear the the you know the little byline this isn't Hollywood going like so why should we hire you? Well, as a right. queer woman of color, you know, right, like, right, right. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that like Yang's point was very well taken in that, and then I think that like the remaining candidates should be pressed more on that. I feel yeah. like they don't really ever have to like address a, it. Yeah, answer for that. Um, but yeah, the Indiana off was uh, <laughs> exhausting to me. You're like, this is who is this for? This is for right. no one. Chris Eliza <laughs> thought that Klobuchar had the best debate. So she talked a face. lot. <laughs> she talked. Yeah, she talked a lot. Well, because they're just waiting for the everybody to. It's like the Jeb Bush in mm. 2016, where they're just like, ah, eventually everybody will turn back to the center, and centrist politics will win out again. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't seem to be where things are headed. She, she did say, "When I'm your president," which I thought was a funny moment. Like she said that to Bernie, I think. Um, and I feel like some they all got coached to say when I'm your president as because it came up a couple of times when people just mm. like shoehorned it into the conversation. Right. They'd be like, well, thanks for answering. When I'm your president, <laughs> pre- I have to say the word president 40 times. I so try that- and say it at least a couple of times every day just to, <laughs> to remind people. Yeah. yeah. Just to remind people. Just a bit manifest it. Put it out there. <laughs> right. Just- Put it, you say that in your gi. <laughs> right. In my gi. <laughs> I'm in my really, three point pose. Of, going on with <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a white belt with three green stripes. So <laughs> that is Could that, mean anything. That was the extent of my uh, kar- karate when I was uh, a child. I got I got all the way up to three green stripes. Uh, I'm, I have to register my hands as deadly weapons now. Uh, all right, we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Yay. Yay. Uh, let's talk about Wall Street having. Do I have to? No. <laughs> yeah. I, so you went to school in New York, right, Teresa? I did, yeah. Did you meet a lot of like Wall Street bros? I did. Yeah, I went to school early 2000s and it was a lot of like, uh, like it was the iBankers ruled the clubs. Yeah. You know? I think. That's well, I don't I know if it's different now. Well. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it could be different now, or I could just not care about clubs anymore. But there was definitely a couple of years, like a three-year window in my life when it was like I was meeting a lot of iBankers, and uh, and they were like very, I very much understood their culture, even though I despise it. Yeah, but right. they're very like, um, I don't know that at the. I'll say sometimes it's comforting because they're so predictable. Right, you know exactly what you're gonna get. Yes, very <laughs> consistent values. That are abhorrent. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Um, but yeah. So 
this is not surprising. I'm a little surprised that it hasn't become more of a thing up to this point. But uh, there, Wall Street seems like it's uh, having a Me Too, sort of a Me Too movement, but, but uh, have but been like systematically either, really. preventing it. It's fresh. I mean, there's been like stories that have cropped up about it over the past two years, like every right. once in a while, like. But the, all, all the headlines are like, when mm. is Wall Street going to have a Me Too movement? And right. <laughs> it doesn't happen. And then like this year, things slowly started to happen. One of the first um, went one of the first Wall Street Me Too cases actually made it to court, which was huge. Um, that was with uh, Sarah Tershwell. And then there's a new piece um, in Bloomberg Businessweek ever heard of it <laughs> uh, by Max Abelson and Katia Porzakonsky, um, that is kind of just exploring what the state of uh, Wall Street having a Me Too moment is. I think that that case moving forward really shook some people and they did some investigation into like the extent of how women are systematically mm. silenced and sort of like the PR machine that goes behind it. So there was an example of a bond saleswoman that uh, sued her former firm who basically brought up that she was being, you know, like sexually mistreated in the mm -hmm. workplace and that she, uh, when she reported it to HR, she was fired. Right. Um, and they successfully at the time argued against her saying that like she had to keep her complaint uh, out mm -hmm. of HR. Um, and so it, the state of what's happening and, and the, I mean, it's like money really is everything in these yeah. situations where many of the women either, you know, it's one thing of like, you can't always afford to fight that fight in court, but it's a whole other thing when it's, uh, you know, th the way that Wall Street contracts work, like you're so mired in mm -hmm. secrecy and like you can never work again Yeah. Um, in like still such a male dominated industry. So it's, it's also very money motivated. I mean, like yeah. I think it's awful that women deal with this in any industry, but Wall Street specifically has a money mot motivated uh, trajectory. So even the women who are in there are probably money motivated and they don't deserve that treatment, but they could, they might take buyouts more easily. So, so some stuff wouldn't make it to public. And that's unfortunate that that's the system, but right. people yeah. who are in Wall Street, like both men and women tend to be more motivated by money and image. So they're more likely to be the kind of women who are like, this fucking sucks, but I'm going to deal with it because I want to be seen as an equal and I'm going to just like be a cutthroat, yeah. you know, boss or whatever. And then even like, I mean, I, I think that like a lot of Me Too stuff has been kind of um, constricted to entertainment and mm -hmm. with famous people because that's something that people, I mean, people, not that they like to hear it, but they're like, mm -hmm. oh, that's someone I know. I have some sort of parasocial connection to this person. So right. I, I'm interested in their fight. And I think that, um, kind of the powers that be are sort of counting on people. They're like, well, no one knows who she is, so who cares? And so, like, where the state of things are, according to this investigation, is that, like, some cases are moving forward, but for the most part, there are people that are, like, women are still, for the most part, fighting to even be able to report it in the mm, first place. Without getting Much fired. less, exactly, like, much less actually be able to take it to court. There is another uh, example they cite at uh, M&G in London, don't know. They have $450 billion. So um, a, a woman complained about one of the top uh, money managers there 
and H reported it to HR, and they told her to smile less around oh him and to dress more conservatively. Cool, 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 uh, that's cool, crazy. Cool, cool. So even when you are reporting to HR, you could lose your job or just basically be told to go fuck yourself. Stop smiling. Like, why are you feeling early, joy around this guy? It was the early 1900s. When were, when was <laughs> right. that this feedback was, given? Uh, yesterday. That is um, like the dress code. Like so much of that is just embedded into the culture. Because I remember my friends were applying and doing recruiting. Um, the they have to. Like women have like a lot of places have to wear pantyhose. There's all this like rules around dress to begin with that's already right. sexist. So you're starting from, you're not starting from an equal place. I mean, I remember going out with some of my friends who are in finance um, right after Me Too kind of broke, and they were talking about it. And the way they talked about it is so different from the way we talk about here in LA. Yeah. Like they, one of my friends literally goes like, "Oh, it's so funny that people are telling these stories. I didn't even realize like these things are bad." Like, oh, and then they would laugh about it. They're like, "Oh, one time I was in a meeting and this guy grabbed my leg, and I was like, that's weird." And I was like, "That's harassment." Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, but it happens all the time, and it's fine." Like she, yeah. she truly was so desensitized to it that she didn't even realize it was a thing yeah. that she should be mad about. Yeah, I mean, and that's like a time thing too. It's just like it's it's anytime a story that comes up about like a non-entertainment industry. Me Too story, you just like it, just like makes you think about how many it makes you think, first mm. of all. Uh, but <laughs> but just like of how What's many, that? how many industries, um, that are even like super, like pri relatively privileged, like yeah. Wall Street is. Uh, and then you go down to like, I mean, sexism and mistreatment in like the service industry, yeah, which, oh my like, God. uh, yeah. with like you know, like low income America, it's just. Oh, so anyways, things aren't getting better. Great year for women, though. That's yeah. the story. <laughs> There's never been a woman CEO on Wall Street. Still? Still. Wow. Yeah. They, have, they haven't even graduated to girl boss. That's yeah. how far behind Wall Street is. They can't. Yeah. Even, they haven't even gotten their Elizabeth Holmes. Apparently, Absurd. right before the uh, like 2008 uh, market kind of correction slash crash, People, there were a number of candidates. People were like, oh, they're going to have a woman CEO finally. And then, like, after the crash, then she like, mysteriously well, we died. Right. But what if she gets her period? Right, oh, exactly. God. She could bleed uh, on the money. She'll <laughs> <Joe> hemorrhage. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, so yeah, that's just basically a, a long way of saying th things aren't getting better. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about like, Carnival Cruise Lines. They had a, <laughs> they're trending uh, right now as of this recording. As of this recording, no injuries have been reported. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's okay, and the ships are okay, so it's actually just funny. Yeah. Uh, so the captain of one of them is presumably suffering from a bad hangover, but <laughs> otherwise, how did they get this the video? Is gigantic. crazy. It's they're, they're like right so up big. against each other. It's, it, yeah, I. Love it. I hope that <laughs> two people meet on the crashed boat and they fall in love. Oh, right. yes. I, oh, that would be amazing. Terrible, terrible <laughs> Titanic reboot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boat doesn't sink. And <laughs> two, I, man, I, it is like a lifelong ambition to go on a cruise someday and crash and the boat. And, and crash the boat. <laughs> yeah. So someone really stole my fire here. I mean, that right now, this is just kind of a funny story. Like, it is kind of fun to watch two cruise ships just plow into each other right the carnival glory <laughs> so crashed into the carnival legend oh yeah two gigantic ass boats you really can't miss each other broad daylight you can barely tell they're moving like when you're watching it at regular speed uh and because like you have to see them at a distance it just looks like they're next to each other 
Uh, but then one of them moves back, and you can tell that there's like a and you're like, oh no, yeah, a so- whole vast swath of the other boat that's just been fucked up. So as of right now, yeah, uh, every everyone's fine, and <laughs> some people are just having a shitty or awesome vacation. I don't know. I they'll probably get another. I'm guessing people will just get another cruise. We'll just get a free cruise, and then yeah. they'd have to go on. A, and then they have to go on a second cruise. cruise. There was that was Carnival the one where it got stopped in the middle of the ocean, and everybody like it smelled like poop because they couldn't get rid of. There was like oh, a I didn't yeah. know that. cruise that got stranded. That happens a lot, I feel like, <laughs> and it's always so gross. I'm and on a cruise so I bad. Don't I don't want to be stuck on a boat with? Think about any time I I'm, do. Even I'm, when I'm at like a bar, I'm like I don't want to be here more than like two hours. Like you're stuck in the same yeah. place with the same people. Yes, I can't. Strangers. Do it. I could not do for it. Days. Have, you, have you ever done it? No. I can't. Oh, I really want to do it. I kind of want to go by myself and then just make friends. <laughs> yeah. I would perform on a cruise because at, at least I would be getting paid for it. Have you ever <laughs> met a comic after they like come out off mm-hmm. their cruise thing though? They're like so upset. Yeah. yeah it's oh, not really? Fun. Nobody yeah. likes it. Because it's like you're hired like for like months at a time. Stare. And that, yeah, they're just like, oh, oh boy. <sighs> But it's but I guess it's good money. They do something. the ones where you go with like uh, bands that kind of get back together, like old yeah. old pop punk bands. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are fun because the fans are really excited to be there, right. and then they're like happy to see you and your friends with the band, and they think you're cool, but you don't have to do much. They're love. not there for you. We should perform on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, or we, but only once the crash. This <laughs> is our that final crash. Offer. <laughs> the legend. Yeah. The <laughs> carnival. <laughs> legend. Cheetah Girls legend. cruise ship. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, people would go on that ship. Yeah. They would lose their mind. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. I feel like the more narrow the like focus mm-hmm. of the pop culture, the the better if you can fill out a, a whole ship. Yep. Um so Star Wars. I want to talk to you about Star Wars. Storms Wars. Storms Wars. Did you really just start watching two weeks ago? Yes. Wow. Well I saw I saw I had seen the uh, the two we've done two Star Wars Morms on Bechdel cast mm-hmm. so I'd seen those ones and then mm. I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters with my grandfather and he fell asleep and we thought he died oh my god oh my god but uh, he didn't oh, um, cool. he was just uh, roasting the movie he was just he was just like <laughs> motionless and didn't seem to be breathing um, right. anyways so I've I'd seen like one movie from each trilogy mm. and then I watched the Last Jedi. Uh, and then I, I went to see this movie. What did you think of the last, the original trilogy? The uh, I the Ridge just, Tridge. Just saw the first one. Uh, fun romp. Liked it. Yeah. Liked it. Yeah, it's a blast. Liked it. Uh, the Revenge of the Sith. I remember thinking was really cool. And it's oh, really? Not, yeah, I just didn't know. I was ten. Uh, but it was, you know, it's not very good, but, right. uh, I re- I rewatched it because that's supposed to be the best of those three anyways. Mm. And, uh, I, you know, whatever, it's still, it's still <laughs> pretty good. And then the new one, the new one just was like, I forget what critic said this, but it was like, one critic was like, it felt like getting punched in the face for oh, two no. and a half. It's like, it's, Jeez. I don't, I don't know. Well, just like. In the in that so much happens, just everything happens. They mm. answer so many questions that I don't think that We're I or anyone them. had. They're <laughs> like, "Oh, let's resolve this." You're like, "Who is that? Like, what are you talking about?" There, I I mean, I I can't speak as a fan, and everyone gets pissed at me. But like, I I just was like it till told me so much about things I didn't care about, and then left out everything that I liked about it. 
and Kelly Marie Tran was only in it for like 45 seconds. Oh, really? What? It fucking sucked. Yeah. They like wrote her she out of so it good entirely. In the yeah. one. She's great. And then I think J.J. Abrams was like, that wasn't my idea. And then he right. just wrote her out and made huh. her act against Ugh. Carrie Fisher's dead tennis balls, which is rude. And I don't think <gasps> Carrie Fisher would have liked that. No. Um, so people any- were saying that you could tell that some of the Carrie Fisher scenes were just like cut uh, outtakes from the previous like movies she's amazing and like I love her so much and all due respect but it's like they were outtakes for a reason they were not great takes right is is she a big part of this movie um not he I mean it's like very (laughs) limited what she's able to do but like uh, given that she's been dead for three years so it's not CGI Oh, it's, oh, it's actual outtakes, all, or is it CGI? I think it's a little bit of both. It's definitely a lot of like Force Awakens outtakes, yeah. and then I—I th- I don't even know I if JJ like Abrams so... used Last Jedi outtakes because he's such a petty little bitch. It's so weird mm. when they do um, that because at least with the last movie, I feel like it was halfway through. <laughs> they were making it when, so it felt like an homage in the last one to have her still in it. But yeah. this, it, but to continue just being like, we're just right. gonna keep bringing you back to life. It's <laughs> yeah. like. I uh, I didn't it, watch this. I don't know this movie and how uh, how it feels, but yeah, I guess just like sp- in a spoiler free way, I just like I'm like I felt like everything happened, but there were no consequences, <laughs> and the ending was dumb as shit. Right, but it also sounds like I, they I'm read all the negative it. comments from the last <laughs> movie and like reverse engineered it so from funny. like making the negative comment I think it's a, happy. I think, I think it's a great month for Ryan Johnson. I feel like he's just <laughs> right. like, and he's like he's too like, yeah, classy to say anything. Go fuck yourself, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> he's like, his movie did amazing and then everyone yeah. fucking hated <laughs> the new Star Wars, which I mean, whatever. I I like him and I'm, I hope that he, he in his heart he's like, haha. But you guys, J.J. Abrams is woke, though. I mean, he's cool. Oh boy. So <laughs> What's about uh, to come? in an interview, uh, he said it's important to him that people who go to see this movie feel that they're being represented in the film, specifically in reference to the LGBTQ community. Oh, but not God. Kelly Marie Tran. Not Kelly right. Marie out. She yeah. got totally written out. The Finn also, I think, like they did not resolve his character in any way whatsoever. They in a, like the, is that John Boyega? Yeah, they they like he's in it more than he's in the Last Jedi, I think. But it's like they don't, they still don't like give his. I I was couldn't identify a real arc for huh. him. Um and 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 that f- fan service. I'd like this whole Disney thing <laughs> where they're like, okay, is it queer representation if two people you've never met kiss for one right. second? No. Yeah. So but his the way he teased this is he added with a smile that. I'm giving smile. away nothing about what happens in the movie, but I did just say what I just said. I, Wait, what was the quote that he said? That, he oh, said, that it was, it's important to me that there are people oh, oh, okay. so, see a movie where people <laughs> feel like they're being represented in the film. I'm giving away nothing about what happens in the movie, but yeah, really I just isn't. said that. He's, I just he's so proud. That. He's like, I just like two weeks yeah, ago, exactly. he went to Pride loser. for the first time, and he's like, right. guys, I had a lot of fun, and gay people are cool, so I decided right. to he's like, acknowledge they exist J. J. in this universe. J.J. Abrams is like, ever since Bank of America started <laughs> recognizing Pride Month, I'm starting to think there's something to this. It was, yeah, it's a total, like, I, I mean, it, it's, it, it, the only thing you can say for it is that it's better than nothing, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's it, a celebratory kiss. They featuring the, two women. They did the same thing with two men in um, 
Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah, I heard, but it was just like a final moment kind of yeah. thing. It was, yeah, at the, it's a similar deal. At the very end of the movie, two characters you don't care about, well, right. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the reviewers say it was literally a blinking you miss it moment, and it's so blink you miss it that China didn't even bother to edit it out. <laughs> they didn't even that's bother censoring it. That's how you know it's too it. straight. Also, right. Star Wars, I mean, this is, um, as of this recording, it is... Star Wars is fucking tanking in China. No one is seeing yeah. it. It's like fifth in it's the box fifth. office. Sam, I feel like if he wants to make it more queer, he needs to put more more poetry, more crying, just like, you like know. something. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Like people writing haikus in the Star Wars universe. Right. <laughs> I didn't realize that like when the credits were rolling, you find all, you see all the different writers. And one of the writers was literally the guy who wrote like, Batman v Superman, like one of the worst regarded movies of the decade. Like, so you're just like, God, everyone is a coward and a loser. And uh, I'm, you know, whatever. I'll I'll see it again. (laughs) The end. (laughs) I'll see it again. Yep. 10 Uh, out of 10. (laughs) Can't wait for Do they get, um, I feel like the first movies were political and now they're kind of going more. I haven't seen this one, so I don't know. Is it political or does it feel more like now it's just story? It's, it's it's not even really a story. It's kind of just a lot of things in a row. <laughs> it's just it's really... It's just laser. It's a light show. You have like, to be ah! on Molly to watch it. Right. There is a, there's a really good new tiny Muppet. Ooh. Ooh his I name like is it. Better than Baby is, Yoda? Uh, I haven't seen a Helmet show, so I don't know. But I like <laughs> I liked him. I liked him. His name was Babu Frick. Oh, that's cute. He's cute. He's really small. So I was like, all right, I'll, I, you know what? Yeah, I would buy that. Gotta sell that merch. Gotta sell that merch. What Got a, to sell that merch. A, I'm excited to see cats. I hear that Jason Derulo he screams oh milk. Oh, really? Oh, yes. I love cats. I was Mr. Misopheles in high school. No way. And really? that was when I peaked. <laughs> that is Wait, truly. Like no, not on a Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, a, for a high school or just community like theater. When you went to high school, you always dressed as oh, Mr. Yeah. Mistopheles. Every day I lived the lifestyle. <laughs> I lived, I lived a, as Mr. Mistopheles. I jumped for around high the quad. That's um, so fucking cool. No, I did it for yeah my high school uh, community theater production. Do you love cats? I love cats, and uh, I stand but cats, and I don't care. I, people hate cats. People say it to my face. Um, I don't. Will Miles has a joke about hating cats, and he ran into me watching cats, and every time I'm at the same show as him, he looks at me and goes, sorry, Teresa. <laughs> it's uh, true. I love cats. It's Wait, what? Good. Miles has a- Will, No, Will, oh, Miles. Will Miles. Oh, Will Miles. A comedian, yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, it yeah, it, it, I, I'm very excited to see it. I hope, I hope it's the worst. I hope it's so, so I, bad. I think you're going to be satisfied. Everyone says that they're like, I'm so uncomfortable. It's, t- it's too horny. Jason Derulo yells milk horny. too many times. I, I feel like it's going to become like a, a midnight movie, you know? Like yeah, that's what people are saying, forever. that it'll be the new Rocky Horror Picture, mm-hmm. but like if that movie was real bad. I like it. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Uh, I'm excited for you. <laughs> and Jack. guys, this is this is the end of the episodes for the year 2019 we'll be back in 2020 it's so hard (laughs) uh we have so much uh year-end content coming to you decade-end content in fact uh so get ready for all of that shit to drop miles will be back for most of it and uh yeah Teresa, it's been a blast awesome. having you. Thanks for having me. Uh, where can people find you and follow you? Oh, um, I have a podcast. You can listen to it. Uh, comedians come on and 
confess something they've never told anyone before. Jamie's done it. I've done it's it. It's called You Can Tell Me Anything. Mm. And you can follow me at Larissa T. Uh, and watch my short film that's out online. It's called I Think She Likes You. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. If you liked, last time I came on, I talked about threesomes. The short's about a threesome. So go watch it. It's on YouTube. Do it. Uh, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, yes. Um, I like this tweet from Benny M. Bazuna, who's a comedian in L.A. Love he said, Benny. living in the past is depression and living in the future is anxiety, but living in the present? Well, chef's kiss, that can also be bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie, where can people find you? You can find me online at Jamie uh, oh god Jamie locked his help on Twitter Jamie Curry Superstar on Instagram Santa University comes out on uh, December 25th um, and uh, and um, oh you, yeah and um, you, if you live in New York you can come see me at Joe's Pub on February 10th Ooh. and if you live in Philadelphia you can come see me at Blue Heaven Comedy Festival at, on February 8th and then we'll also be at the Bell House in New York with Bechtel Cast on January 24th thank you mm. Uh, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Yes, it's super producer Anna Hosnier's tweet uh, about a pop-up hot dog toaster that someone yeah. mailed to her. It says, I mean, it simply says, who sent me this? And goddamn bless your heart. I didn't know this existed. Yes. Have you it, used it yet? Uh, Anna, have you used uh, have it? you used it? She no? has not used it oh. yet. Uh, it looks incredible. But she did. It looks like a car. We did oh a. God. We did a segment of the podcast that was like wow. our favorite things, and that was one of Anna's favorite things. Wait, it toasts the bun too? Yeah, Damn. toast the bun and heats the hot dog. This is the future! Yeah. Oh, and then uh, there's a tweet from uh, Jenny Nicholson at Jenny E. Nicholson uh, after she saw Star Wars. She said, A Star Wars movie where you clap at the end, not because it was good, but because it's over and it can't <laughs> hurt you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Tweet I've been enjoying. Dana Gould tweeted, "I wrote a movie where Taylor Swift shits in a box, but I guess cats beat me to it." <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, <laughs> where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. I'm gonna do it today. If that's all right. Okay, he's wearing his gi. I'm wearing my gi. <laughs> I'm in charge now. Uh, I want to uh, ride out on uh, Tilted by Christine and the Queens. It's Ooh, a I really love good song that I just found out about um, but from earlier in the day. It's my favorite song. It's my son, my three-year-old's favorite song and my <laughs> wife's favorite song right now. We're all beautiful jamming out to the same song. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, that's going to do it for 2019. We will be back in 2020 for more Daily Zeitgeist. We'll talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye. Them full of tears they shed But I'm actually good Can't help it if we're tilted I am